And now, discover your true course. This podcast is a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Your host, founder and president, Dr. Michael Godfrey. Hello and welcome to Discover Your True Course, Episode 20, where we help you be more, see more, and achieve more in your life, relationships, and career. Thanks for joining me for this episode where we will work with what starts as a real contradiction of terms. But in the end, we'll find out that when lived out practically, these words are actually very compatible and able to live together in perfect harmony. So here's the contradiction. Less is more. I mentioned this in our last episode where we talked about how when we try to apply self-discipline to responsibilities and schedule beyond our capacity, we may wind up with self-destruction. There are so many times I wish I had less for which to care for and must attend. Sometimes these things distract me from the things that really matter, like people, lasting contributions to the world, and things that will last beyond my lifetime. Ultimately, this produces a feeling of emptiness and purposelessness. A person could get so busy about everything that they accomplish nothing that really matters. So the contradiction really does work, in a way, in that when you have less of something, you can give more to something else. During this episode, I'm going to tell you how to make less become more for you. I hope your life will become more peaceful, well-paced, and focused in the process, and you'll have more room for what really matters to you and what will last beyond your lifetime. We have a limited capacity in time, energy, and focus or attention. You will exhaust your capacity in these three things. You will open wide the door and let things absorb the capacity, or you will decide what will receive the capacity you have. Time will always be used at 100% by people, things, personal maintenance activities such as eating, sleeping, and exercise. By setting priorities and associated boundaries, you will decide how that 100% is used. Will what you do matter? You can create more pressure on your capacity by poor boundaries. You can allow people to waste your time or drain you dry emotionally. Avoid the energy drainers and time wasters. Less time with them will give you more time for serving those in real need or to invest in those who will themselves make a contribution to the world. You can create more pressure on your capacity by accumulating too much materially. The more you have, the more you have to maintain, watch over, etc. Even though you may see the idea as romantic, being wealthy or famous is hard work and can be too much of a good thing. You can create more pressure on your capacity by placing unrealistic demands on yourself. You may drive yourself to overwork, to be stretched as thin as a sewing thread, and stay really busy but not necessarily productive. Unless you know something I don't, you're not a superhero, and you've not leapt any tall buildings with a single bound recently. Brene Brown was recently referenced in a Michael Hyatt podcast and is also referenced in my book Without Regret. She speaks of exhaustion as the new status symbol. If not exhausted, we must not be working hard enough. If we don't feel overwhelmed, we somehow believe we're lazy. This is shame-based thinking and behavior. You push your capacity if you try to please everyone. 
It's just not possible since everyone has different beliefs and a different set of expectations about the way things are to be. You're not likely to be an obnoxious adversarial person and please no one, but you must choose who you will please based on principle and not personality, based on your values and commitment, not the opinions of others. In his book Essentialism, Greg McCune says, Only once you give yourself permission to stop trying to do it all, to stop saying yes to everyone, can you make your highest contribution toward the things that really matter. You may recall the story told by Stephen Covey in his book First Things First about the man who was trying to put a rock in a jar. I recount it here. As this man stood in front of the group of high-powered overachievers, he said, Okay, time for a quiz. Then he pulled out a one-gallon, wide-mouthed mason jar and set it on a table in front of him. Then he produced about a dozen fist-sized rocks and carefully placed them one at a time into the jar. When the jar was filled to the top and no more rocks would fit inside, he said, Is this jar full? Everyone in the class said, Yes. And then he said, Really? He reached under the table and pulled out a bucket of gravel. Then he dumped some gravel in and shook the jar, causing the pieces of gravel to work themselves down into the spaces between the big rocks. And then he smiled and asked the group once more, Is the jar full? And by this time, the class was on to him. Probably not, one of them answered. Good, he replied. And then he reached under the table and brought out a bucket of sand. He started dumping the sand in and it went all the way into all the spaces left between the rocks and the gravel. Once more he asked the question, Is this jar full? No, the class shouted. Once again he said, Good. Then he grabbed a pitcher of water and began to pour it in until the jar was filled to the brim. And then he looked up at the class and asked, What's the point of this illustration? One eager beaver raised his hand and said, The point is, no matter how full your schedule is, if you try really hard, you can always fit some more things into it. No, the speaker replied, that's not the point. The truth this illustration teaches us is, if you don't put the big rocks in first, you'll never get them in at all. Now, if you've been around me much, you knew it was coming to this. I cannot say it enough. In order to get the big rocks in, you must form a plan. Create focus. This is how you can experience less is more. Form the plan. Determine your most important values. Not the many and the fuzzy, but the few. And honor these. Build your expenditure of time and energy and focus around these values. And then determine who you are in your unique personality, giftedness, talents, style, education, and experiences. Be that person. Be more of who you are and less of what others expect you to be. And then determine what you and you alone in your uniqueness can do as that person. Do that. No more. No less. If you focus on what you and you alone can do, you will do less of what everyone else expects, less of what doesn't matter, and more of what will matter and last beyond your lifetime. This plan will help you make decisions, draw boundaries, and enforce those boundaries to do less so you can do more that matters in your life, relationships, and career. I ask a client, who do you believe you are? The client beautifully and tearfully stated, I believe I'm a person created in God's image 
with unique skill and personhood, designed for a purpose that only I can fulfill. And even as I say that to you, I have chills going up and down my arms just thinking about it. That is a clear focus on the who. Now we're working on clarifying the what for the great life ahead of this client. I have several clients who are right now discovering that less of something makes room for something else. Hopefully, something more important to them that didn't make it into the jar soon enough. Less time spent on things leaves more time spent for people. Less money spent on self leaves more to give to others. Less busyness leads to more peace and energy to devote to what matters. Creating a life with fewer choices makes the decisions easier. Less noise from the world leaves more time to think. Less talk allows more time to listen and add value. What things do you need to reduce or eliminate in order to make room for the things that really matter? In pursuing this, it's hard to get past those shame issues, the materialistic values of our Western society, and to create the priority to plan to do more that matters. This is hard work, but well worth it to create something that will last beyond your lifetime and create that sense of satisfaction and completion as you come to the close. So today we've explored how less is more in your personal life. In our next episode, we will take a look at how less is more in your business endeavors. In the meantime, please visit discoveryourtruecourse.com and subscribe to receive our monthly e-zine, information on free offers, and big announcements. Review our products and services designed to help you with your personal development, leadership development, and team development. And contact us to explore how we can support you to be more, see more, and achieve more in your life, relationships, and career. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Michael Godfrey. See you next time. This has been a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Copyright 2014 by J. Michael Godfrey. All rights reserved.